And this morning in the studio, I have two young gentlemen with me. I'd like to say good morning to Valdo Piater and Ian Skuman. Good morning. Good morning, Vanessa and Daldovic FM listeners. It's good to have you with us. Morning, Valdo. <laughs> morning, Vanessa. <laughs> um, I, I think this is such an interesting conversation that we're going to have. First of all, um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. You guys are third year medical students at Stellenbosch uh, University at the moment, but you're doing something very interesting right now. Uh, just tell us briefly who you are. And, uh, and then we'll get into this incredible conversation. Thank you, Vanessa. So my name is uh, Jan Skuman. I'm a third year medical student at the University of Salenbos. Uh, at the moment, we've been placed at Yaldeberg Public Hospital for primary healthcare rotation. And we are currently busy with a research project involving the top reasons why people are visiting Yaldeberg Hospital. Um, yeah, and we found that the majority, unsurprisingly, of cases were trauma and injury related. So we are here to speak to you all about how to manage some common medical occurrences in the immediate minutes or hours after they take place while you seek more advanced medical help. So, Valdo, let me start with you first. Um, what are we going to speak about? What is the first one that you want to address? Um, so I'd like to speak about burns. Um, so, yeah, let's just get started. So one thing to remember is that burns do not only refer to an injury from a fire. Um, burn skin injury is characterized by damage to skin tissues from either heart cold, electrical, chemical, radiation, sunlight, or various other sources. Burns constitute one of the most common causes of morbidity and mortality worldwide. They can result in significant disfigurement, physical impairment, work loss, psychological problems, and considerable economic burden. Mm. Prevention of burns is considered the best strategy, strategy to reduce overall burden of burns. The impact and management of burn injury depend on the severity of the burn. Although minor burns can be treated at outpatient clinics, the management of patients with severe burns requires a multidisciplinary approach in specialized burn care centers. So I know one thing about medicine is that everything has a classification. Can you elaborate on that for us with regards to burns? Yeah, of course. So when it comes to burns, there are two major physical classifications. You get a full thickness burn, Mm -hmm. which is characterized by the appearance of white or black areas, which is usually painless and it's usually leathery or dry. Then you also get a partial thickness burn, which is characterized by the appearance of pink or red with blisters and is extremely painful and they usually are wet. Mm -hmm. There are broader classifications, but those become unnecessarily complicated for this discussion. And then there is also an etiological or cause classification, which is what actually caused the burn. That sounds amazing. So how to get to the point of this talk, how should we manage a burn if it happens? Yeah, so I'm going to quickly talk about general burn management in an emergency setting and then mention a few things about minor burns and then which burns would require urgent and immediate medical attention. Let's start with general burn management. I think that's a good place to start. So general burn management in the emergency setting. So immediately after a burn, shouldn't try to forcefully remove, remove burns clothing, which is stuck to the skin. Mm-hmm. Also ensure that the person you are helping is not in contact with any smoldering material. Also remove any jewelry, belts, or restrictive items, especially from around burnt areas, as well as the neck. This is because burnt areas swell very rapidly. Place the burn under cool running water from the tap. A wet, cool, clean cloth or first aid burn gel for 20 to 30 minutes until the pain eases. Also give some pain medication. Usually a panado does the trick. Two tablets every six hours. And then finally, document all details, type of burn, and time it took from the burn to the time you get to the medical facility. And what about uh, minor burns? So minor burns, so superficial burns, involve only the top layer of skin known as the epidermis. As mentioned, the skin is usually very red and extremely painful. 
These types of burns usually heal within 7 to 10 days. A few tips to manage minor burns. So when a minor burn occurs, you can manage it quite effectively by first cooling the burn down area as mentioned before, with cold water or using a cool, wet, clean towel or cloth. To alleviate the pain, Panado is brilliant. Two tablets every six hours for up to five days, if necessary, will go a very long way. Try your best to remove any loose, dead skin and gently clean the burn with an antiseptic. Something like Savlon or Dettol is perfect. If you do not have any of that lying around, a salt water solution works just as well. Mix 9 grams of salt with a litre of water. Use this to clean the wound and cover it with a nice bandage. If you haven't had a tetanus injection in the last 5 years, it's also maybe a good idea to get one from your medical facility. Take off the bandages to clean and redress the burns every day until it is healed. It can also be very beneficial if you can get hold of a povidone iodine cream to smear on before you put the dressings on. This is usually sold at almost any pharmacy. And finally, look out for signs of infection. If you notice any of the following, definitely seek care from your closest medical facility. Extensive redness or swelling, an offensive smell, pus, fever, or if the bone doesn't heal within two weeks. So what are some of the things that people should look out for and go immediately for medical attention? So if the person who just got burnt has any of these, it is highly suggestive you get further medical help. A circumferential burn all the way around of the chest or any limb, Mm -hmm. a burn to the face, neck, genitals, or large burns to the joints, hands, or feet, a severe fever, any difficulty breathing or black sputum, if the person is confused or drowsy, if the burn was electrical or chemical in nature, and as mentioned previously, any sign of infection. I'm going to quickly talk about why this is. There is something known as inhalation injury. This term refers to damage which is caused to the respiratory tracts or lungs from heat, smoke, or chemicals which enter the breathing passages when you breathe. Inhalation injury is likely in burns to the face or neck. So if these are areas which are burnt, it is important to get to a hospital urgently because what happens is that when the damage occurs, there is so much swelling that the airways close off and get blocked, and then the person struggles to breathe. When this happens, the main step for treatment is to intubate the patient, which means putting a tube down their trachea to make sure they can still breathe. This must be done by a medical professional. So in closing this topic, burns are very common worldwide, and having at least a basic approach to how to deal with them will help you remain calm and efficient in such an event. Waldo, thank you very much for sharing this valuable information and the tips on what to do to manage minor burns. Looking forward to our next conversation that will focus on how to manage a situation where severe bleeding is involved.